hello and how is everybody doing how is everybody feeling hopefully wonderful it is currently raining outside on and off and it is nice um, here in california so <laughs> i was just telling a client how we just don't know how to act in the rain we really don't we don't know how to drive in the rain. We don't know how to dress in the rain. And as much as we enjoy it, we just don't know how to act in the rain. It's just so uh, funny to me, but a, a interesting observation. Anyways, I wanted to come on here and talk about grieving breakups. And it's not just breakups with romantic relationships. This can be a breakup with a friend. It can be with a family member. Um, it can be with anything that, you know, you probably had some type of expectation of, you know, this thing or person or situation being a part of your life. And then something happens and it becomes, the situation itself becomes corrupt for whatever reason. And then were kind of just confused like what the heck just happened you know so let's dig in into breakups when it comes to um, a romantic person so about what year is it so about five maybe well almost six years ago when I was going through a breakup I wanted to be left alone. And honestly, I really hope that if someone's going through the situation, they really um, consider their next steps because the next steps are very, very important. And it, it can have a major effect on you, big or small. Um, just depending on the situation, just use your imagination, okay? So when I went through this breakup in particular, this was about six, almost six years ago. And we were we decided to remain friend, being friends. We were actually friends prior to going out. And, and honestly, that kind of helped with the relationship. But at the same time, because we were such good friends and I'm referring to the friend. So if you watched my previous video, the protector, the friend, the provider, this situation is more so about the friend. And he and I were such good friends and we're, and we're still good friends. Um, of course, it's not like how it used to be, but we are friends in a sense we did not allow the relationship or the lack thereof um, affect our friendship instead we learned hey we we have different needs different wants um, we value things differently let's just you know put a a, a stop to this but anyhow, when I was going through that situation, I really wanted to be left alone. And honestly, looking back, I should have listened to my gut instinct. 
So what happened was I, I wanted to move from Sacramento and come out here um, in SoCal. And um, I, I was asking family out here, <clears throat> how much is a one bedroom in a complex they were in? And then they offered me uh, my room to rent out. And I was a little hesitant at first because I already kind of knew there's going to be some differences. We're all adults, you know, we're all in, at the time we were all in our thirties and um, this family, they had, you know, um, little little kids and I don't have children. And it's not that I don't like children. I absolutely love children. But of course, when you're staying in someone else's space, you're you're a part of their life. So I had to think to myself, is this something I want to be a part of? While I'm trying to grieve this relate this past relationship, I had to really think about that. And then I thought, hey, this would be a good idea. I'm snapping my thumbs. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So I I thought it would be an amazing idea because I thought, well, I will be around family. And maybe that's what I need. Now, you you do want to be around your loved ones if that's what you feel that you need. We all have different needs. For me, I wanted to be around family, but at the same time, I wanted to be left alone. You know what I mean? So me getting the one bedroom would have been a, the best option for me because I would have my own space and then I would have had boundaries within myself and then with people um, on the outside to where if I want to go and see you, I can see you. If I want to invite you over, I would invite you over. I would have had a, a better um, adjustment um, with that, but I did not do that. And that was a mistake on my part. And it was a mistake because I'm I'm going through this grievance period with the the ex and with my old life and then I'm trying to build a new one however you're building that new one and you're around family and you're around um, other couples and it's very fascinating to me because you'll look at other couples and you're like wow wow um, and it can be a good or bad thing but when the couples that I was around, and not, not all the couples, some of them were good, and they you can tell they worked well together. They complimented each other. And I admire that because that's how me and my ex was. We were very in sync on certain things, okay? Not on everything. And then the other couple, it was just toxic. And the sad thing is, the toxic, it it is going to influence you in some kind of way because you're around it. Whoever you are around, there's going to be some kind of influence, good or bad. Because I was around that toxicity, I thought, well, damn, I don't want to be in a relationship ever because if this is the standard to to having a long lasting relationship. I don't want that. No. 
No. But then when I would see couples that were in sync, they complimented each other, they spoke well about each other, they did good with each other. It it was so refreshing to me. But then I was, like I said, I was still grieving and I needed that time to myself. And that's why I should have grieved more at, <clears throat> more at a um, individual um, time, you know. Although I do find it important to be around your loved ones, you still need to have your time. So what I had to do was work a lot of different jobs and my workaholic um, abilities were kicking in again. And it was, it, and that kind of became my escape. I didn't want to be around the family with so much different drama and chaos going on. And if you are a highly sensitive person, you're going to be sensitive to your environment. There's no way around it. So I had to do certain things to escape. So I would work many jobs. I was I, I became a, a trainer. I was work training at different facilities. <clears throat> I was um, at a spin place. I was at Massage Envy being a stretch therapist. And then I was working my main job as a one-on-one -on -one trainer at that facility. And, you know, it's it's just funny to me because I had to grieve that my, my the relationship with my ex and then I had to grieve the relationship with my family because I didn't realize how their dynamic was going to affect me in a negative way. But at the same time, it was positive because I became so aware of what I needed to do that it, it, it inspired me to just be mindful of how I am, how I have a relationship with myself and how I have a relationship with other people. Now, this is going, this is going to, um, this is for my people pleasers and I'm going to really try my hardest not to get teary-eyed about this. But the people-pleasing can have such an effect on you because you have a big heart. Unfortunately, a lot of people in this world do not have a big heart like you. They can be selfish and only think about themselves and what you can do for them, not what they can do for you. If you are a people pleaser, I really hope that you find the, the time and energy within yourself and learn how to set these boundaries because if you don't set boundaries you're gonna really end up hurting yourself you might end up hurting other people but you are gonna end up hurting yourself because there's going to be resentment 
against people who you once cared for. So set boundaries and know when to say no, know when to walk away. Because remember, people unfortunately are not going to have a big heart like you. So getting back to where I was saying about the grievance, when you're going through this grievance with whoever it is, if you're anything like me, you need time alone to grieve. You need time alone to process things. You need time alone so that you can just just sit down and not do anything. It just allow the the mind um to to clear itself out. Um allow your nerves to relax and you just want to give yourself that time. Sometimes what we do is we try to grieve and we'll try to put time and energy into other things. We try to become distracted. Now, distractions are not always a bad thing. Distractions can be a good thing. It depends on what you are distracted by. And is this distraction helping you heal or is it adding more issues? For me, I was trying to distract myself with family time, but it it soon became unhealthy. It was triggering other things. It was making my anxiety just sky high because the family I was dealing with, they had their own personal issues. And, you know, it, it's really upsetting because it's like they don't care about what you're going through but they're going to give you their load. Okay, so think about that. These people are putting their load onto you. They don't care about what you're going through. You are helping them. They, they're the ones who need you. So they're putting this load onto you. And then once you start stepping back, you start stepping back. Now you're the problem. Now you created all this stuff. Now you're a bad influence because the supply that you were providing them with, now that's gone. So now, now they treat you like you're, you're nothing. And it's, it's so upsetting because you are already going through a grieving process. You're already, you're already going through stuff. You know what I mean? And then you have another load to carry. So you, you, you have that going on. And then maybe, maybe there's stuff from your job that you need to grieve. Maybe, maybe your grievance is not necessarily from a relationship, but maybe it's you're grieving a, um, a job. People need to realize that a grievance is not just when someone passes away. That's that's terrible too. It's all bad. But when you're grieving from grieving from people who are still alive, to be honest, it it almost feels worse. Because at least when you're grieving someone who has passed away, 
they they are not physically here and it, it that's a process especially if you had a good relationship with this person and because you're not you're not going to see them or talk to them on a regular basis like how you once did they're physically no longer here but you can still be connected to them spiritually now if you're grieving people who are still alive that's a whole nother situation because obviously you're grieving something that turned out to not be ideal in the relationship, family, romantic partner, whoever, whatever happened, that wasn't ideal. You didn't get involved in this relationship for it to end on a sour note. So now you're grieving people who are alive and you're you're grieving your past life. You're not speaking to them um, for many reasons, but but the main reason is there is something in the relationship that went sour. It was some type of disrespect or boundary was crossed, or there was some type of insight to that person where they're no longer in your life, but they're still here in this lifetime right so give yourself time to grieve give yourself time to heal rather if it's with a family member a romantic partner or a friend you know all of it all of that is really upsetting and then if you're experiencing um anxiety or depression especially during the holiday season my heart my heart goes out to you because a lot of people don't realize when the holidays come up and you're used to spending time with family and the time comes again and you're not doing what you once you you used to this used to be a norm for you you're also still you're it's like you you have to grieve all over again all over again so for me it's been about five years since i actually spent time with family during the holidays and um there might be some family I, I still talk to and reach out and see them every now and then. But the family members that I used to be around, that's another situation. So you have all these different layers of grievances. So, like I said, my heart goes out to you, to anyone who's going through a, a breakup whatever um whatever type of breakup that is if you are um grieving from a, a loss um like you actually like someone passed away my my heart goes out to you my heart goes out to you if you're grieving um a past life or situation because it it does something to you but you i i I made this video because I want you to recognize, I want you to recognize that, but also give yourself time to grieve. It's uncomfortable. 
It's not, it's not meant to be butterflies and rainbows and all that stuff. And that's why I wanted to talk about this while this was fresh on my mind. But give yourself time. And also realize it, it, it will get better because when you're thinking about these things and allowing yourself to process it, it's not that it's ever going to go away. It, it's going to sting, but it allows you to learn from those situations and it allows you to move forward if you choose to move forward. It's, it's, it's coming to you so you can make those choices for yourself. And you have to decide how do you want to how do you want to move around? How do you how do you want to proceed? Do you want to proceed with spending time with family and your friends? Do you want to proceed with getting to know yourself, spending time with yourself more? How do you want to do this? Allow yourself to grieve. That's that's all I wanted to do really is to come out here, share my experience, let people know that it's all right to feel your feelings. It's all right to have a different uh, sense of connection with yourself and others, but allow yourself, allow yourself, um, question yourself, question people's motives and and honestly when you learn to trust yourself more and you spend that time with yourself it's going to enhance even more skills that you probably didn't even realize you had you know like for one i didn't realize how much i've, I've always known to be an empath i've always known myself to be a nurturer i didn't realize how deep it was until I started to spend more time with myself. And then when I started backing up and then people reaching out more, friends, um, family, um, exes and whatnot, and you just learn more about yourself, but you have to give yourself time. You have to give yourself time. And allow yourself to marinate. I know you guys hear that word sometimes on some of my videos. I love using that word. Allow yourself to marinate, you know, just allow it. So yeah, I'm going to leave that here because this video is getting, is getting pretty long. But um, hopefully you took something from this video and um, or a podcast I don't know how you're listening to it but hopefully you took something from this message um, and I will see you on the next video or podcast <laughs> enjoy your day enjoy the holidays enjoy yourself and surround yourself with people who actually care about you bye